Another episode of Chris and Asia to TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host today is nobody. You've got me again on my own, guys. Dave, unfortunately, we just cannot get our calendars to sync up on this one. Uh, it's episode 36 of Love Island. I realised yesterday I made a bit of an error. It was actually 35, and I, I labelled it 36, so I apologise. It's actually episode 36 of Love Island. So... Thank you, as always. We've got some massive emails to read out anyway, so I'll read them out later. Just wanted to talk about the episode today. Absolute, you know, we're in the thick of it now. We're going down to the last couple of weeks. Finally, some may say, some are sick of it. I'm, you know, I'm pretty close to that. I've said it a few times. Great drama, but it was just so off for me, this whole redemption bollocks that's gone on. So I wasn't buying it. But I think, to go through the episode, there was a, there was a couple of things happened tonight, more than anything, that really wanted me to jump on and talk about Love Island. So I think we'll talk about Kai and Olivia having a chat. So Olivia pulls in, wants to have a chat. So not demands, but she asks for an apology. Kai's like, I'm not apologising for nothing. He's like, I don't understand what's going on. If you take a step back, I know I'm not a big fan of Olivia or anything and we've been team Kai ever since this whole interaction happened and the hypocrisy of her is just knows no bounds I don't know what planet Olivia and Tanya for that matter and we'll get on to her I don't know what planet they're living on but Olivia is absolutely deluded I don't know why she's so annoyed it just seems like she's allowed to pie Kai off and she's allowed to do whatever she wants but God forbid that he actually does the same to her if you take a step back they both cheated with Casa Moore. She never mentions Maxwell at all. Never seen him. He's just be completely edited out. This is not going to be a redemption. Maybe she was playing up to the camera, hoping that she would get a redemption story, knowing as a Love Island aficionado, as we know, she's an absolute tryhard, that she would be thinking, right, well, that's going to be it. I'll get there. I'll make Kai graph for me. We get together. Well, that's backfire on you, Olivia, because Kai by the looks of it, at the moment, doesn't give a fuck. And he's like, I'm not interested. He is completely friends owner. Sort of, I will say in the same respect, he was obviously playing some sort of game. However, she's doing the same. So they're just as bad as each other. I think Sanam's good for him. I think his better personality's come out. He's got a bit of steel about himself now. I've called him out loads of times for being boring and what does he actually do? But... You know, whatever's going on, he seems happy and he's sticking to his guns. And I agree with him. I don't know why the hell she demanded an apology. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Why does it matter? He was trying to say that to her. He's like, let's just agree to disagree. She's asking for this apology. And then what really bugged me after the conversation, he's like, yeah, great chat. See ya. And he, he fucks off. And it's like, she's still going on. And then Jesse, he's like, oh, she's just not genuine. It's like, Jesse, I'm sorry. I know the tears, everything. But after yesterday, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm, I've, I've been adamant about Jesse for the last couple of episodes, especially that old bollocks with Will. Don't buy any of it. I don't buy it for a minute. And the fact that, again, nobody is holding Olivia to task. Nobody has pulled her up and said, well, actually, I don't see what the problem is. You don't have to do it in a nasty way. We don't need a kickoff. I love the kickoff of the drama, but we don't need the kickoff. Just be a friend and say, look, you come in with Max, Maxwell, he's coming with Sanam, that's it, game over. 
She's going, keeps, she's obsessing about this smugness thing. And, and genuinely, we as the audience watch this and she'll watch it back. He was so relieved when she came through that door. We're not treading old ground here, but it's like she's seeing something in it that wasn't there. And, and why hasn't someone else said, like, he was genuinely happy for you? She's just not seeing it that way. And that girl is absolutely fucking deluded. So I don't know what is going on. Like I say, the only thing in my head is was she hoping for a redemption art that she's seen with the other couples that basically have all got back together. So maybe it was that, maybe that was the gameplay and it's just not worked for her. Now she's pretty much stranded and this whole is in the bottom three thing is bollocks, absolute bollocks. Because I'm sure if she'd have come in with Maxwell, he was single, we wouldn't be hearing any of this. He just wanted the upper hand and she hasn't, as Dave said, it's the Anakin higher ground situation. So unbelievable, absolute delusion. Jesse and Will... I, I think Jesse and Will probably in the top three for winning it. I know Joe messaged me and said possibly Sanam and Kai could win it. That would be the way to go, especially with what she's been saying about Kai being in the bottom three. They've got an outside chance, definitely. I'm not buying it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know these load of people called me out and said, Chris, you're heartless. You know, you, what you're doing, Jesse's this. Jessie. I get that. The tears were real a few days ago, but this whole redemption art bollocks and now they love each other. You can love each other. It's fine. I'm still sticking to my conspiracy theory that it was all set up from the get-go before they went in Casa. They were all in on it. It just doesn't feel genuine and it doesn't feel organic to me. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying any of it. I'm three months down the line. We remain friends once all the OK magazine deals fucking dry up. So, yeah, I, I, that's my opinion, guys. Email in. I've got some great emails today uh, talking about different things on the show that we mentioned. So I, I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, one, prove myself wrong and two, you know, talk about it. That's what the whole point of us being and doing all this stuff. So the main thing of the episode, we... <laughs> We have Tanya, Shaq, and Martin. So Tanya has shown no interest in Martin. I absolutely, her and Livia on a different planet, like I say, doesn't forgive. I don't let the guys off for some of the stuff they've done because it's ridiculous. But Tanya, she's done the same thing in some respects as like what Tom did and Will. You know, she, she's got with someone else. She's brought them in. But what's been strange with her delivery is... This dangling him on a string situation, keeping Martin on one side, keeping Shaq on another. I mean, I had my fill. I must admit, I'd had my fill of it tonight. I think she's very childish. I don't think the game plan she's she's been going with has worked. It's made her look really silly. And I think ultimately, everyone I'm reading online is saying, look, they both just need to bin her off because... Martin, we know, he wanted a free, all-inclusive holiday. He got it. They were all over each other. What a great guy Martin was, blah, blah, blah. Susie gets to the villa. She's not interested. Shaq's there moping around. What I don't agree with and what I don't understand is she keeps saying this bullshit dialogue to Shaq about, you know, she loves him, but, you know, she's sort of like talking to Martin and getting to know him and all this, and she's kept her at arm's length and pushed him away. Why? If you love somebody... And you don't do that. You don't put the person you love through something like that. Well, most people don't. We know some do. What What are you gaining from that? It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I, I just think everything she did on this episode was pretty poor. Her, her conversations with Martin, the fact that she was sneaking off while she was still in bed with Martin and she kissed Shaq, 
She's telling him she loves him, but then she's fucking off and going with Martin. Yeah, she's not getting with Martin. She's no kissing cuddling, but it's just like, it's just, that's just not the way to do it. In real life, that shit does not fucking run well with anybody. And I've got to say, when she binned it off with Martin, and I know, I thought it was done. That's it. You know, they agree to disagree. If you can see, obviously he's pissed off. He's not that, not that he's not that bothered, but he's sort of resounding himself to the fact that they're getting back together. Like I say, why tell someone you love them and then you, you're basically messing around? I just didn't didn't get it. And also, when she talked to fucking Jesse again about kissing him, I've got a secret just between us. Yeah, and about a million people who are tuned in this series as well. So we're not buying any of that fucking horseshit either. Absolute bollocks. And I think... The whole thing, I can live with it. Yeah, they're getting back together. The redemption arc, it's all fucking coming along, all planned, premeditated in my eyes. And then she gets up and does a fucking speech. And I've got to say, talk about being disrespectful to Martin. It was fucking dreadful. I don't know why Why she thought that. Would he, was One, was even appropriate. Two, Yes, she's trying to she's trying to call herself out and and say like what she did and she brought Martin in. Martin's still there. She's she was talking in the past tense like Martin had left and she's got that freedom where she can bring that sort of conversation up. If he's not there, then fine. I'm not that I agree with it, but I can sort of get it. But the fact that she did it when the poor lad stood there is fucking disgraceful and it was absolutely disrespectful. So she's gone from you know, not disrespecting Shaq now, finally, to disrespecting Martin. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I honestly, my toes were curling. It was so fucking cringe. And I'm like, you don't need to do that, Tanya. What are you doing? So I think Tanya deserves to be with nobody the way this has gone. I think she's just absolutely, she's played a very, very strange and unusual game with this. And I think the way she's delivered it has been awful. And the VT we see for tomorrow's episode Looks like it absolutely kicked off with Martin. And she's like, I'm not having it. And it's like, but again, it's that level of delusion when you watch Love Island. We've gone through this with Olivia over the last few days, like this whole ridiculous thing with Kai. Nobody can understand where she's coming from. Tanya, Tanya really, I don't think she's going to come out of this looking good anyway. All I'm seeing online is people saying they should have been off both guys. I agree with that. I don't know what the play was there at all. I just don't. I just don't think she should have just left it. She's got back with Kai. It's Love Island. You, you see out the last two weeks, you're going to be in the final. You know, that's it. You were a popular couple up to this point. I know there's a few red flags here and there with Shaq, but ultimately he's done nothing wrong. And once, you know, since the sort of Casa Amor stuff, not that, not that you shouldn't do anything wrong, but it's just, it just, He's just been there. He's been like waiting for her. You know, he was so upset when you come back. Not the play for me, Tanya. So uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. But again, I'd love to hear different opinions on that because people see it differently and I'm, I know total respect for that. So this was only a quick one to jump on, guys, but I am going to read some of these emails out, see so some belting emails. So this is my friend Anto. Hi, guys. I'm one episode behind as I'm celebrating my birthday over the weekend. So happy birthday, Anto. Just watched Sunday's episode and thought I'd send an email because I haven't sent, seen mind games like this since Fergie against Kevin Keegan. And as a United fan, I do appreciate that reference, Anto. Thank you. 
1996 to be precise, when young Chris was 17 years old. Anyway, Kai and Olivia, please tell me I'm wrong, but Olivia is definitely trying to gaslight Kai, and I think she's making the other girls try to turn on him. When they're saying that he has changed his behaviour, I was screaming at the iPad, yeah, of course he's changed, it's called being happier. <laughs> Can't disagree with that, Anto. I actually feel sorry for Maxwell because he's just there as an agony amp for her. Bless him, because when she's asking him what he thought about everyone and the couples, he said that they're all nice and I don't think she wanted that. Why does she care so much? Is it because Kai had the audacity to be with someone else or it's because she's not the one with the power? I respect Kai for standing his ground and not apologising because why should he? But I hope it doesn't affect his relationship with Sanam because she may start to feel awkward around the girls, even though they have all done the same thing. Totally agree with that, Anto. Totally agree. Tom, Sammy and Will and Jesse. That poem from Tom was something a toddler would make. <laughs> I thought he'd written it with fucking crayons, Anto. I'll be honest with you. Liam, who won it with Millie from 2021, walked so boys like Tom and Will could run. I think Tommy's one-dimensional type of guy. He speaks with one type of tone and everything he says is pretty much carbon copy. He does pretty much goes to show that anything is salvageable. Like I say, if Andrew and Tasha can get back together, then anyone can. Pretty much the same thing for Will and Jesse because I said to my fiancé when we when Will said he was going to, uh, going something for, for her, it was the time for the annual I love you scavenger hunt, which is so right. Why does it always sound like they think they are the first ones to do this when they are organising it and always look so school-level drama class? That moment is always the biggest of the show. Everyone now pretty much has a redemption arc for their relationship, which is true. It's absolute nonsense. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think that's what the situation with Olivia is. It's almost like she's saying to Kai, do you really want to do this? You know, really? Anyway. Tanya Martin Shack. I don't understand Tanya at all. She's now joined Mike, Liam, and Jake as the new member of Destiny's Childish. When Martin was trying to speak to her, she was so dismissive and rude. I feel like she wants him to end the situation for her because she doesn't have the stomach to do it. Just listen to what she said. Until it's decision time, you're not going to get me get all of me. Talk about how someone's shown a whole new side of their personality because she's not into him at all anymore, but she doesn't want to get back down from her decision. This is kind of worse than what Tom, Casey and Will did because, yes, they were definitely twats, but there wasn't this clear and deliberate sort of manipulative aspect to them. I can see Martin getting pissed off with Tanya and her using that as an excuse to why she's going to stop talking to him. And then she will do a big gesture to Shaq and then they will be boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, Anto, it's almost like you have watched the head on the episodes, my friend. So great, great observation. I can't wait for the movie night because that now is the only game that matters anymore. They've taken away all the juicy games, lie detector postcard and people's tweets. I hope they use the conversation Tom had with Lana because Ron will be fuming because he was telling Sammy uh, he was telling Sammy to take him back and I hope they show all of all of them how Tanya and Olivia were because it will show them for the gameplays they are. Thank you for adding me to the Facebook group. I promise not to bombard it with loads of memes. Laugh out loud. As always, thank you for reading my super long email, Anto. Great email, Anto. Honestly, you're not off there at all. So this one is from our great friend Isabel from New Zealand. Dear Chris and Dave, just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. It's very entertaining and validating regarding our thoughts watching the show. Can you please recruit Joe to be a regular on the podcast? You guys are great, but it's refreshing having some female perspective. Now look, Isabel, Joe is an absolute pro at this. She's a legend. She's amazing. I can't have Joe on the show and Dave going at me. The reality radar would get crushed. 
straight away. We can't have more than one Casamorian on this show. But, Isabel, I promise you, I know today I'm going solo again, but we will have Joanne again because she's so good. It's just such good fun. And I agree, having a female perspective has been really refreshing, to be honest. Whether I'm on or Dave's on, it just helps because these things that we don't see and, and you know, Joe has. And, and, you know, it's been good. It's been really good. And the feedback from Sam, you know, my wife, she she said the same. It's, you know, Joe's really funny. So definitely, uh, definitely, definitely have Joe on again. But couldn't agree more with you. The show has become so bloody boring. They are all trained through years of watching Love Island, seeing the responses of the public. Some of them seem somewhat genuine, but the other lot are just performing like seals. We aren't up to date yet with this show and the podcast. We just finished watching The Return of the Girls from Casa, and my husband and I, my husband and I were cringing watching Jessie cry. When she removed her hands from her face, there was not a tear to be seen or any redness in her eyes. We thought it was interesting how her initial reaction was to forgive him, as he seemed he genuinely remorseful, then perhaps thought to herself she could spin an epic reunion of trust like Faye and Teddy from season seven to gain public attention. Anything for screen time, right? As a mental health nurse, I ge- mental hers- as a mental health nurse, I genuinely have a responsible responsibly good read on people's behaviour and call bullshit. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. Where's Davide to shout, you're a liar, an actress. Thank you so much again, Belle. So thank you so much, Isabel. Great email and some great you know, observations there. And this one's from Craig, and it's another good one. It says, what can I say? Just want to start by apologizing if this this long, but there's a lot to get off my chest. One of my work colleagues introduced me to your podcast, Late Love Island. Late Last Love Island. She thought I listened to you guys and then came into the office and repeated what you said as, as us three, Chris, Dave, and me, agree on everything. Think I should join you a show, on a show. We shortened the name to CDC. I had a blank expression on my face and responded by telling her that I'd never listened to a podcast before and still haven't apart from yours. Anyway, on with the ramble. What is Tom's type? I think as long as she's female and breathing, he can take her to the balcony. He's fine. Do you like him and Sammy, although she forgave him quickly? And please don't tell he wrote that poem himself. Well done, producers. Kai and Sanam, I think they are good together and he's starting to grow on me and he seems to be able... To be himself, as you don't have to keep psycho bitch compliments all the time. So, now he means Olivia here, so he's put psycho bitch and Maxwell. What does he see in her that I don't get? She played it safe and she thinks Kai is the weakest link when they were together. Best thing to happen is a couple elimination and her and Max are in the bottom. Kai and Sanam are safe, but she'll then blame Max for being unpopular. Max needs to run and quick. As for the speech in the recoupling, and I've seen it a few times, really need someone to explain that me, as I'm obviously missing something there. I mean, what fucking planet is she from? Aliens really do walk amongst us. Tanya and Martin, she's about as deluded as the psycho, has a little lick with Shaq before Cassa, goes in and forgets about him and brings back Martin, but he's pouting over Shaq all the time and not not grafting with Martin and not interested when he talks. She can fucking do one with the psycho, a pair of See You Next Tuesdays. As for her declaration of love tonight, I was feeling sick when she apologised for embarrassing Shaq in front of everyone. She does the same to Martin, though. What the fuck? Why will she apologise for that tomorrow? Obviously not. And Martin calling her out and says she's no liar. She'll be embarrassed when she watches this when they're out and then blame the editing, but she will still think she's done nothing wrong. Reality Radar. After spoiler for tomorrow, Martin's walking. At least one boy has some self-respect. Shaq, complete fucking bellend. No self-respect for himself, has let himself and all of her men down. When are we going to get a boy in there who sticks to his guns when he says he's he's done? 
Hope his family are blunt when they see him. That relationship won't last five minutes. Will and Jesse, I have to say, I like Will. What a joker. Doesn't take anything seriously. No one was interested in the first week. Then Jesse came in. Yes, she took the easy option with, with her, but I truly believe it, it. he's into her. The love thing was set up by the producers and actually made me feel a bit sick. Not sure Jesse is into him as much, but I do believe she does like him and he's her best chance to win at the second attempt. As for the Casa girls, forget her name already. She was only in there to break someone up and almost succeeded. Reminds me of too much of Andrew and Tasha though. Sidebar, I'm also from Guernsey and still live here. We don't all go around sucking girls' tits or whatever. <laughs> the last two bellends, not even going to waste my keystrokes on them as they deserve my brain power thinking about writing any for them. You can tell, just tell the producers are hedging for them to win. Thank you, for Julie, thank you, Julie, for recommending this and big hello to Paula. Can't comment on the official podcast. I wouldn't consider listening to it now, especially with the two twats who host it. Keep it going and continue to making me laugh at work. You had me in hysterics with your bikaki comment today. I had tears streaming out my eyes, not the fake ones like Jesse. Last thing I have to say, I've been calling Islanders Bellens since Series 2, so sorry to say, but I own that. But you say it a lot better, so you can keep using it, laugh out loud. Can't wait for tomorrow's abuse. All the best and up the Reds, the Manchester Reds. Sorry, Dave, but I hear Liverpool fans going on and on and on this year. So thank you for that. Up oh, the Manchester Reds, Craig. Great, great email, my friend, and good taste in football. And then the last email is from Sophie. Finally, things are happening. Hi, Chris and Dave. It's my first email to you guys this season. I can say, firstly, thank you. Your podcast has kept me semi-sane watching this absolute shit show of a season. Okay, so firstly, I think we can all agree that Olivia is the absolute fucking worst. Imagine being so awful and devoid of personality that you make Kai look interesting. <laughs> the way he stood up to her on tonight's episode and refused to apologise. Take about my friend. Olivia is trying very hard to stay relevant and get more screen time because she knows her and Max are as dull as dishwater, so Kai shooting her down was excellent. If someone had told pre or more that I'd be Team Kai now, I'd be asking what they were smoking. Although, to be fair, Kai's monologue to the back of Sanam's head on that kayak was bum-clenchingly cringy, so he's not completely redeemed himself. Don't quote me on this, but I sense this could be a potential winners. Please, anyone but Lana and Ron. Secondly, Tanya, what an absolute bell end. As if she apologised to Shaq for embarrassing him by embarrassing Martin. I thought for a second Martin must have been in the bog or something because surely she's not saying this in front of him. But nope, the camera pans straight to poor wee Martin's face. She's absolutely balls up her chance of winning with Shaq now. Although I'm enjoying this new dynamic in the villa, we've never had such a dislikable girl villain before. She's just been unintentionally thoughtless and her immaturity is shining through. Ekins, who was the Villa villain last season, at least had some redeemable qualities and was quite funny with her ridiculous antics. But lastly and most importantly, can someone tell me what the fuck that guy was doing with that recorder? I'm obviously very out of touch with that music kids are listening to nowadays, but if recorders are the future of music, then I throw my ears away now. Okay, that was longer than I expected, so I'll say bye for now and thanks again for making me belly laugh so much this season, lads. Sophie, P.S., we all know this is uh, PS. We all know this is just in jest, so I hope no one takes it seriously. I don't actually hate any of these people. We're just here for the drama, and God knows we've waited long enough for this season. So, so right there, Sophie. Thank you so much for that email. Great, great observations. And I think as well, yeah, I didn't mention that. So we had Callum Scott and Jack Jones. Now I know Callum Scott. He was on Britain's Got Talent. Never forget, he's got one of the most viral auditions on Britain's Got Talent, where his sister came on first, obviously from you know, a family that are into entertainment and stuff. 
the mum's there. The sister's not a bad singer, but she just doesn't get taken on. And then he comes on and absolutely blows everyone away. And I've, I've, he's a great singer, Callum Scott. So I get it. The only thing I said, and I, I forgot about that when I was talking before, Sophie, so well-reminded, the recorder bit, I was like, fuck me. This reminds me of being back at school learning fucking EastEnders or some fucking, you know, Shara uh, Jack or whatever the hell it's called. Some absolute shit or Baba Black Sheep on the recorder. I guess I did learn that maybe for a couple of lessons. But it was bollocks because they've overdubbed the song. So Callum Scott is a great singer, but th- th- they were obviously miming. It was all set up. The, the actual audio quality was fantastic. And plus, he wasn't even playing the recorder in time with what was going on on the... Well, what we, what we could hear on the screen and that. It was absolute bollocks. So I haven't got a clue who he is. Obviously, I'm 20 years senior to most of these people, and I'm going to get called now, finally, which is so random, weird. I always find that weird. An old fogey. So I haven't got a clue either, Sophie. But fuck me, it, it wasn't a great song as much as I respect Callum Scott as a great, great singer. So, no, thank you for that. And thanks for all the emails. Amazing stuff. If you disagree with me about Olivia or Tanya, just send it in. Unbelievable stuff. I'm, I've got no problem with that. We'll read them out and we'll talk about it. Dave should be back tomorrow. Um, thank you for indulging me again, guys. You know, I do appreciate it. I know the dynamic is me and Dave, but I just had to jump on and do something. It's just unfortunately our schedules just couldn't collide to get together on this one. So if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, as always, get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We're almost at 500 friends over there, so please come and join us, guys. I do appreciate it. If you want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's Roll Call of Honor is brand new, and welcome to Macy, one of our newest patrons. So welcome, Macy. Thank you for coming and supporting us. We have Macy Nicholas, she made music. Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Rudy Green, and Kate Gustafson. So thank you so much for all your support, guys. The great man will be back tomorrow. We are not losing him that easily. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.